Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to, drumroll please, the GG God and Games podcast. Guys, I hope you're excited as I am about this new awesome podcast name and art. This is crazy. This is exciting. And I am excited to um, share all the news uh, that you know, about the podcast, about my life, about video games, all all the things and mainly and centered on uh, news about Christ. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in today. Today's going to be an awesome episode. I'm here in snowy Iowa because it's snowing and it's not even Halloween. I know it's crazy, but uh, it has just been uh, a pretty, a pretty awesome week. Uh, I've had some ups and downs, but it's ultimately been beautiful with Jesus and, uh, I've had a great week. So I hope you guys are having a great start to your week. Um, I am going to do, uh, the podcast for you guys today. Hopefully I'll get it out, uh, before noon. So you guys are able to listen to it. Um, whenever you listen to it and it won't be uh, late tonight. So you guys enjoy today's podcast. Today's going to be a fun one. I hope you guys are taking care, taking care, taking care and having a great, great Monday. Without further ado, let's get right into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so today I'm going to start with the personal segment, and then I'm going to end with the gaming segment, but today's personal segment is going to be a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to be talking about video games within the personal segment. One is an example, um, an article I read about a video game and uh, about how that goes with Christianity and all of that, and the video game may actually end up surprising you. Um, And then the other one is how... um, I'm battling and ending, hopefully, an addiction with another video game, which you have heard before on the podcast and will not hear on the podcast for a long time. So without further ado, let's get into this super awesome personal segment. So um, I'm going to start with uh, the addiction, the game that I'm addicted to, and then I'm going to end with the game that... um, well, I'll, I'll explain it. It'll make more sense uh, just once I start talking about it. But the game I've been addicted to has been Apex Legends, and this has not been a good addiction. I've had a lot of struggles with it, and it's been really tough. And as of yesterday, I was listening to a fantastic um, sermon that our church did uh, with uh, a guest speaker who went over uh, the, I, I, I think it was like Dr. Moore or something like that was his name. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but he like had a fantastic sermon on, uh, social injustice and racial issues that I'm going to link in the description for you guys. If you want to watch that, it was a great sermon. I really recommend you check it out. Even if you're not a church goer, um, it was just a great one that really hit on a lot of issues that we're struggling with right now. So, uh, I was, I was, um, going and listening through that and, uh, or watching that, I should say. Uh, and he was talking about how, like, uh, some of the people who, they were great evangelicalists, and they were, like, um, they really uh, wanted to spread the news of the gospel, but they had slaves. And it showed, like, that they they were pursuing God, but they still had these attachments, these physical things. And um, I was I was just thinking about, like, how, like, I feel like, Video games as a whole is a really 
hard and interesting thing for me. Um, there's a lot of good th- sides to it, but there's a lot of things that are um, bad about it. And I'm trying to like cut the wires that lead to those bad things. And I think I realized that one of those things at first, I thought it was video games as a whole, but I realized that it was more just because video games, you know, God created them and they're good. Uh, but like my apex addiction is not good. And I, I, I'm just like finished with it. I was just playing it way too much. I'm burnt out. It's not fun anymore, and I I just don't need to play it. And I feel like uh, just being done with it is going to really help me with my addiction because one of the number one video games I would think about all the time was actually Apex, and it was just not healthy at all. And um, it was terrible for my uh, spiritual, uh, my my Christianity because it was um, basically my idol of video games trying to battle against. Uh, uh, God is being my centerpiece. And it was like, I, I want, I want God, I, God is going to win and I want to help him win. And I can do that by saying no more apex. So I'm done with apex. That's not going to be on the show for a very long time. And, uh, you can be f- for sure of that. Uh, last episode, I, or an, uh, not less last episode, but a few episodes ago, I remember saying something similar, but I didn't really carry through with it. But uh, now I'm going to make sure that I do carry through with it and make sure that happens. So, yeah, Apex is no longer going to be on the channel. It, that's just that's just done. So um, if you guys do enjoy that game, um, that, that's great. Uh, I'd recommend maybe finding another podcast for your Apex news because that's just not going to be on the show anymore. And um, that's just not going to yeah, not not going to be in the show anymore because I'm just done with that game. So. Um, moving on in the next segment, I'm going to be talking about a surprising game with, uh, some surprising, uh, Christianity stuff linked to that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, let's get into the second part of our awesome personal, well, I guess now it's two segments, but, uh, personal segment, or I think I might change it to like something like Jesus talk or Christianity segment. Cause I feel like personal segment just doesn't give it enough. Like that, that's not like what it totally is. Cause it's not about me. It's about Jesus and how he's really changed in my life and, uh, how he can change yours as well. So, um, yeah, without further ado, let's get into our second part of our Christian segment, Christianity segment, Jesus Talk. Um, and what we're going to be talking about in this second part is an article I read on an awesome website I recommend you check out called Geeks Under Grace. It's basically this uh, Christian community that like just talks about video games and uh, will sometimes talk about like uh, just ways you can grow in your Christianity and also um, about like how there's uh, Christianity in some video games. And I think it's a great, great um, website. I'll put the link in the description as well as the article I'm going to be talking about. And the game I'm going to be talking about may catch a couple of you off guard because um, when you first think of this game, you think of the exact opposite of Christianity. But um, the Holy Spirit kind of 
in me kind of moved me in a sense uh, to kind of think about uh, this game in another light that I just never had thought about before. And I thought it was really cool. I don't know if I'm ever actually going to play it. Maybe I will at some point. But he did, uh, the Holy Spirit uh, did challenge me to think about it in another way and uh, really brought this awesome article that you'll be able to find in the description um, about this game. So the game is, drumroll please, Doom. Now, uh, I'm sure some of you may have shook in your chair a little bit like, oh goodness, not this game. Uh, because this game is probably one of the more gory and violent games um, with some language in it as well. And um, the Holy Spirit uh, challenged me to look past that. Not saying that that is like doesn't exist in like... It's like, oh, it's fine, but to not think about that, but more think of the game as a whole. And uh, the Holy Spirit, so actually, before I get into that, I'm going to, like, basically give you a little description. I've never actually played the game, but, like, what, from someone who hasn't played the game, uh, what the game is about. So basically, um, you're this um, guy named Doomslayer, who basically, for his living, slays demons from hell. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> there, there it is. You're basically just taking on demons and, um, like in the most recent one, Doom Eternal, like there's the demons are like trying to bring hell to earth and like people are trying to harvest hell's energy and the Doom Slayers like, no, this is a terrible decision is trying to stop them. And I, I, I don't really know much about the plot. It kind of looks like Halo on steroids, in my opinion. But uh, that that's like if you were to look at it, what it is, you're a guy slaying demons. And um, at first I kind of looked at it in that light, like, hey, like that that's what we as Christians are. Like, we are literally God's warriors. Like, he gives us this sick, nasty armor where in a dope sword, which is the double-edged sword, the Bible, um, uh, that, like, he just is like, all right, go slay out on some demons. And um, the demons, they do, like, they can tempt us and they can bring us, um, they really create spiritual warfare. But with Jesus, man, Jesus is like... Um, if we were like playing a game and you have like this just legendary card that uh, does like the max amount of damage, has the max amount of health and just decimates everything, no matter how powerful it is, you may not be able to take it on as a person. But with this card, you can take on anything. And that's what Jesus is. Uh, you really just destroy everything. And um I feel like uh, that's like what we're called. We're called to fight against demons. And with Jesus, we can do that. We can totally just slay out on those demons because Jesus gives us that strength with his sword, the, the double-edged sword, the Bible, to just totally slay out and destroy the, those evils um, that Satan, the enemy, tries to throw at us. And so that's I looked at it in that light, like, hey, like, we mean us and Doomslayer have something in common. You know, we're slaying out on demons and we're both trying to fight against the enemy. And I dug into this article a little bit. I think I've read it like one and a half times. And basically what it talked about is like uh, the, the game as a whole, like, isn't super satanic. Because, you know, you think of Doom and you think, oh, gosh, that's like no Christian would ever play that. And there there are Christians who do play Doom. And um, 
there's I, – I know in the article it mentioned like there's one part where there's like satanic singing, which is like not good. And that – like I'm, I'm not talking – like that's just – that's bad as a whole and that like shouldn't even – that just is like unnecessary to be in there. Uh, but like if you – like if you think about the game, like you're destroying demons and um, what the article was saying was like – we destroy demons for the greater good. We we're destroying them for Jesus because Jesus saved us and we are his like knights, his noble knights that he has given us his like most powerful sword, uh, the double-edged sword, the Bible, uh, to destroy these demons. And, um, whereas Doomslayer, um, he's not necessarily as it seems is destroying demons for the greater good for like, the heaven one may say but more just because demons are the bad guys and he's just doing what he thinks is right not necessarily he's doing it because he knows it's good he's just like the the demons are clearly stated the bad guys and he's just destroying them so like in that sense you know um it's not like not really it doesn't have that same connection and the, the people i i know um it said the people who made uh, Doom, like, said, like, yeah, uh, we, we are atheists. So they don't necessarily uh, believe. They're more um, making it to make it seem like this is absurd. Like, why in the world would this exist? Uh, but I think it can also be taken in another light. It, it can be used as, um, and I think this is what the Holy Spirit was challenging me to do, is, like, use this game, use this idea in a better light. So I was like thinking, you know, if I ever play this, how could I play it for, for God? Because like, I want to play video games with a purpose. I'm going to play it. So not just to like benefit myself, but to play it with others, whether that's connecting, whether that's like talking with others, you know, maybe like I have a friend who he just, he's been quarantined for a while, um, online school and just doesn't have a lot of people to talk to. And it's really great. I can talk with him and I try and bring, uh, Jesus into, co- into the conversation and, uh, just being a light. And I think that's where apex was kind of like, it was really just about me and not about others. Um, even though I, I was like, I wanted to make it about others, but I really wanted to make it about, about myself. But like, how could I use this game? Because doom is a single player game, but how can I make it, um, how can I make it uh, for, for God, for the greater good? And I was thinking about it like, you know, um, if if I think about it, like one, I read a comment on the article and it said, yeah, whenever I play Doom, I listen to worship music. And I'm like, yeah, that that's a cool idea. But like, what if I imagined like as I'm killing these demons, like I, I'm killing them for God, like like cast the plot aside, the lore aside. What if I am like a titanium um warrior for Jesus and I'm going in um, and I'm fighting against uh, these demons that are trying to capture people. And God has uh, given me this, uh, uh, like he's given me the, the power of the Holy Spirit through Jesus, uh, this awesome power that I, he has thrown me into these like dark um, or like these very um, big and scary and violent places with demons crawling all over. And he's uh, given me the duty to destroy them. 
um, but not not on my own accord with Jesus. Um, and he's given me the Holy Spirit, the guide to help me through and figure out where I need to go. And uh, he's giving me, given me Jesus to help me fight. And uh, that's with my sword, the word. Um, and that's just with him himself. He's with me all the time and guiding me in the, the, through the Holy Spirit. And um, he's also coming back uh, in... Uh, as a king, and um, he will decimate all evil. And I think there's just um, like some really cool ways I could actually play that game that isn't just trying to benefit myself or like fighting demons. Like I'm actually playing it in the sense for God. Like, and it's also giving me like a cool visual picture where I'm looking at these maybe troubles. Like I imagine maybe one demon is like my anxiety or my lusts or um, my addictions. And as I'm chopping him to bits, I'm like, this is what I need to do to this demon in, in my life as well. And kind of giving me a visual picture of what I can do um, that uh, like I, I can't, I could do in my mind, but just another way I could uh, imagine that. So there, there's some really cool. And I thought it was awesome. I don't know if I'll actually ever play doom. Who knows? I'm not really a big fan. Doom would probably be, uh, besides Halo, like the only M game I'd ever play. Uh, I just, uh, the only reason I'd ever want to play an M game was, would be for for God. Um, and, and really any video game in that sense is to play it for God. Um, so uh, I don't know. I may, I may not. But the, that was just a cool way the Holy Spirit like challenged me to look at this game in another sense, a game that I originally was like, oh gosh, this is a terrible game. I would never play this. This is like totally satanic and evil. And uh, this is just Satan's tool. And actually changed my heart to look at uh, it in another light. So uh, yeah, thank you, Jesus. That was a really awesome uh, way to look at that game and um thank you for that and i hope you guys um i hope you guys uh uh enjoy that and felt um challenged to look at some things in your life like um how this could be used for jesus for the greater good and um if you're not a christian um yet i i pray that uh you would become one and um I'm going to pray uh, the same uh, prayer. It's not going to be exactly the same, but another prayer of repent, uh, prayer of repentance that you can join me in if you so wish to um, to become a Christian. Because I want to do this at the end of my personal segment uh, or my Christian Christianity segment, so that those of you who um, maybe don't know what to pray or how to pray, there's no specific way to pray, but maybe want a little guiding help with that. I'll pray this. And if you pray it with me and give your life to Jesus, not just say it, but give it, um, then you can become a Christian too and be filled with this awesome joy that Jesus brings. So let me pray. Dear God, thank you that you sent your son. We didn't deserve it. We spit in your face. We turned from you. We said we didn't want you but you still pursued us. You still loved us. And you loved us so much that God, you literally sent yourself in human form, your son to be brutally murdered on the cross, bearing every sin, being plunged into the depths of hell and destroying sin and death once and for all, our two greatest adversaries. We couldn't do it on our own, but you gave us Jesus who allowed us who, who who helped us, who brought us to that place where we could be with you. And God, forgive us. We are sinners. We, we don't deserve 
to live. We don't deserve to even have normal life, let alone eternal life, but you gave it to us. God, forgive us of our sins. We are sinners and we give our lives to you. God, thank you that you give us the opportunity of eternal life and help us to not take it for granted, but capture it, this beautiful, beautiful life that you've given us. Help us to give our lives to you. We give our lives to you today, God, and help us and give us strength through the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name to empower us and live a life for you. We love you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did. Thank you for your death on the cross. We are sinners. Forgive us and thank you for your forgiveness, Jesus. We give our lives to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, go forth and pursue Jesus this week. If you prayed that prayer with me, I pray that you would just seek after Jesus this week and that you would just small steps, whether that's praying a minute, 30 seconds a day, or maybe reading a verse of the Bible every day. Pursue Jesus this week. I love you guys. I'll see you in the next segment. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the gaming segment for today's podcast. Well, most of this podcast has been gaming, but I've talked about um, my Apex addiction and how that's done with, and I'm getting rid of Apex. I'm getting that out of my system. I talked about Christianity within Doom and how the Holy Spirit helped me to look at uh, at Doom um, through a Christian uh, perspective and a Christian lens. And we are going to end the show, drum roll, please, with some destiny too. I know some of you are like, oh, what? You haven't talked about destiny too since you promised to give this, give us that super long episode that you never actually did. Yes, I'm talking about destiny too. And I know I may have said I was going to do a crazy episode on destiny too, and I never did. So apologies. I'm sorry, guys. That was just not, um, super uh nice or great on my part um but i am going to be talking about destiny today so if any of you guys are destiny fans or maybe thinking about getting into destiny that is what we're going to be talking about in our gaming segment and specifically um i'm going to be talking about um going into uh i think november 3rd i think november 3rd that i think that's the day november 3rd whenever the series x launches is when we are going to be getting our brand new dlc destiny 2 beyond light and let me give you a little recap of what's going on with the game as a whole because the thing about destiny is you kind of got to be in the mix to play the game like they, they've made it really easy to get in and to play, but like if you haven't been playing for a while, it's kind of hard to figure out where the game is as a whole because there's just so much going on. And I have, I, I've started playing Destiny with my dad um, around Taking King Destiny 1. So it's been, it's, I've been playing Destiny for a good while. And um, Destiny is probably, I think it was the first game besides like Plants vs. Zombies or Halo that I ever actually played. And uh, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I've gone from a, like addicting phases to like just kind of mildly enjoying it to being like, I don't even really care about this game. But I, now that my hope isn't in video games, I can talk about 
um, these games and be excited to talk to you guys about them and not have to be obsessed with them um, to talk to you guys about them. So, um, yeah, so a little catching up. So uh, Destiny 2, um, we'll start Destiny 2 launch. So Destiny 2 launched and we got um, two expansions, Curse of Osiris and Warmind. They were like mini expansions. And basically um, we figured out we could time warp on Mercury and the moon was frozen. Or not the moon, Mars was frozen in their hive all over it. And Rasputin, another guy from another plot line that existed, was there. So um, <laughs> that's all you really need to know. Uh, I know Warmind, people did kind of enjoy that one. But Curse of Osiris, people really didn't like. And uh, Destiny 2 kind of had a rough start at the beginning. Moving forward, we got Forsaken, which was a huge expansion in the last big expansion that Bungie did with Activision before they split. And basically... Um, and that expansion, Cade 6, one of the beloved um, heroes from the Destiny 2, the like the three main heads of the Destiny 2 classes. He was the Hunter Vanguard, uh, which basically means he was like kind of in charge of all the hunters or something like that. Uh, but he died to another guy named Aldrin, who appeared a long time ago, another big plot line. And we went to this cool kind of place called the Dreaming City um, in the Tangled Shore, the Tangled Shore was kind of like a Western spin on, uh, on like Destiny 2 content, and the Dreaming City was kind of like an Elvish, like Lord of the Rings, Rivendell kind of feel. Um, but that was a really cool one. That was probably one of the favorites. Um, I really enjoyed it um, throughout all of uh, Destiny 2. And then we got our season pass for that, where we got Black Armory, Season of the Drifter, and uh, Season of Opulence. And basically what that was, was we just went to these places and that was, <laughs> okay, that was a terror. We went to these places. Guys, here, let me explain uh, about almost a year of content. We went to these places. Moving on. <laughs> that was a terrible summary. Um, Black Armory, we found this cool like robot lady who basically gave us a bunch of super overpowered weapons and made us go do forges, which are like, we throw these like, uh, like spheres, uh, like uh, metal spheres at a big like tower, and the more spheres we threw at it, uh, the more enemies we faced. <laughs> it was, it it was a cool. I think it was one of the cooler ones of that like series of thirty seasons. Um, I think uh, that one, and then season of opulence, 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 which was the last one of that year. Uh, were the two favorites. Uh, but then Season of Drifter, uh, we got new game modes for a uh, mix between PvE and PvP. Um, game mode called Gambit, which people didn't really like, called Gambit Prime, and it was just not a great uh, season. We also got Reckoning, which people didn't like either. Um, I mean, it was a cool game mode. It was just like there was like a skill cap, and uh, like you had to like run specific lo loadouts on characters otherwise you would be like doomed to fail uh but yeah not a great season then moving on to opulence uh we got uh we went to this big spaceship called the leviathan and got lots and lots of rewards and uh that was a really fun one because there were lots of like uh glitches where you could get tons of weapons and stuff and armor and all of that 
jazz and it was a really cool one there were lots of bosses some cool quests and an awesome raid then moving on to shadow keep which was the next big expansion without activision since they broke off within season of the drifter um and that was a really cool one we went back to the moon people weren't super happy that it was an old location but we did go back to the moon we saw all the stuff that happened basically the hive made it into mordor and uh the Hive are an alien race that are kind of like space zombies. And they basically made it into Mordor and you had to go in and um, you figure out that figured out that one of the main um, antagonists uh, or you, sh you could say the main antagonist called the Darkness, which are symbolized by big uh, pyramid ships. Um, one of them was in the moon and uh, people were kind of flipping out and we actually got to go in it and face off against some old enemies. And that one, that was a really cool expansion. We got tons of cool new weapons and armor and got a new raid, which go takes us to like a really cool garden place um, uh, in the, oh, where it was in an old location on Venus. Well, it wasn't on Venus, but you accessed it from the access at the black garden yeah it, it's a really cool location it was called uh or the raid is called the garden of salvation um which kind of has like the the overall story of it i don't think has any like uh like gospel vibes but the 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 name garden of salvation and uh the like how it looks aesthetically kind of uh hints at like the garden of eden which i think was cool um though you didn't really get saved in eden but nobody needed saving because it, it was paradise it was great but yeah just a little gospel theme in there um so yeah so we got garden of salvation that was a really awesome raid um when raids are like six person activities where you go in and you have like lots of puzzles and bosses and they're the pinnacle activity for those PVE content players. Uh, so yeah, we got garden of salvation and then we got another series of three seasons. We got season of dawn. Well, we had season of Un undying, which basically started off. Um, and then same with forsaken forsaken started off with season of the gunslinger. Uh, but basically those, the the seasons back in the day uh like when or for the forsaken season season of the gunslinger uh didn't really have anything attached to it besides cosmetics it was um just purely cosmetics was the was what the season was but the season of undying there was like a whole another like story or not story but um oh what's the word a whole nother um like different little quests and missions you could do that weren't an expansion, but it was like a season. Think of like a Fortnite season, but less content. Um, but it had a battle pass and all that jazz. Um, and then we got another series of three. We got season of, uh, season of dawn which we went back to mercury found a super cool like warlord uh named saint 14 who basically uh like was like trapped in a like a uh, continuous cycle of him destroying a bunch of uh robots and then dying uh so we somehow got him out of that i didn't really play that season uh and then we also uh and then we got season of the worthy which i played a lot of but what but was uh probably the less popular season just because uh the um 
the activity for that was not great and the cosmetics were not great either. But then now we are in current, currently, but, oh wait, back to Season of the Worthy. Um, there was a huge spaceship-like live event. Think of, um, like a Fortnite live event, which was really cool and something that Bungie's never done. And I watched the whole thing and it was really awesome. Uh, it was like, it was really weird because it lasted like an hour and it like took forever to get it going. Uh, but once the big stuff happened, it was really fun to watch. Um, and then with season of the arrivals, uh, which is the one we're currently in, we're seeing pyramid ships come in and basically what Bungie is doing, they're vaulting a bunch of old locations, um, so that they can get new content in and not have the game be like 800 gigabytes. Uh, so they're getting rid of some locations and how they're doing it story-wise is I'm pretty sure they're just blowing up planets with the pyramid ships. So the pyramid ships are coming in and they're blowing up everything is what it seems like. Um, so that's season of the arrivals, the arrivals or the arrival of the darkness. So that's the current season we're on. It had a really cool, uh, dungeon that's out and, uh, some cool cosmetics and stuff. Probably, probably not. Uh, I think it's the same kind of with, um, like the Forsaken, the annual pass for that uh, expansion uh, is kind of the same thing. The first and the last season were good, and the middle one was just not great, um, which is kind of uh, funny that that happened again. But now we're going on to Beyond Light, which launches, I think, November 3rd, uh, whenever the Series X launches. And basically, with that, we're going to Europa, which is a moon on Jupiter, and basically we're meeting up with this old um, friend called the Mysterious Stranger who I'm pretty sure can like teleport between time. We don't really know much about her. That's why we don't even have a name. Or I think we have a name in the lore, but she's just called the Mysterious Stranger outside of that. But she's really cool. She has like a cool little alien that floats around her. And uh, she's basically saying, all right, guys, uh, no more light. Let's go and get darkness superpowers. So I guess we're getting darkness superpowers. Uh, there's another pyramid ship on Europa. So they're kind of like surrounding us from all angles. Uh, but... Um, yeah, so we're going to Europa, we're getting darkness superpowers, we're figuring out where this race called, race of robots, the good guy robots called the Exos were made, and uh, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff, so uh, they've released um, some, the like the highest tier of weapon is called Exotic, um, which they have, each Exotic has like a special perk that makes it Exotic, um, and we're getting some awesome new Exotics, uh, which is always something to look forward to, and uh, what seems like it'll be a cool looking campaign uh as well as uh some a new raid or two new well so what they're doing is they're also bringing stuff out of the content vault so we're getting some old locations from destiny one as well as a new raid coming sometime uh we're not exactly sure well not new a remastered raid you could say uh coming sometime uh but that's exciting i'm excited to see uh what's going to be happening with um the content vault stuff it's called the destiny content vault and basically they're taking uh cosmetics or not co well, cosmetics is, or items out of the content vault which includes like story locations i think maybe actually i'm not sure about the story but like raids locations and destinations that you can explore uh but uh i'm excited to see what that looks like i 
what seems they said like it's not really changed much besides like a new lost sector which is like a little area you can explore explore but it'll be fun to go back get some vibes and be like all right i'm done <laughs> so uh yeah i'm interested to go back and see that and then go to europa the brand new location and what they said is they're not going to be doing like uh, for expansions, giving us locations we've already had and having them remastered. They're going to be giving us remastered locations, but they're also going to be giving us new content as the main content. So yeah, that's super exciting. I'm excited to see. We have a lot of cool new exotics coming out, um, and I'm excited to see the story because like, we've already had an expansion where we discovered a pyramid ship, so I'm interested to see how they do i mean obviously we have like brand new darkness superpowers so like them explaining and figuring out how that's going to work is going to be fun uh but i'm interested to see like the story like uh i know there's this uh like alien lady named aramis who's also trying to control the darkness and to see maybe she like summons like um legions of darkness to fight against us or something like that but to see how they um add in the pyramid ship because it, it just seems like well we've kind of already had this it's just on a location we've never explored so yeah i'm interested to see um what it's going to be i hope you guys are going to check it out as well it will be it'll be fun to um and kind of play through that and figure all of that stuff out and i hope you guys um if you do play destiny that you'll be getting that i think i'm going to do like just a dollar of game pass and then um or maybe i'll buy the expansion i don't know i'll i'll have to figure out where i am money wise uh but yeah I, i'm interested to see this new expansion um i'm glad that my hope is not in it it's in jesus otherwise i would not be able to enjoy it but uh, as long as it's in Jesus, I, I'm going to have a, a great time playing it with some friends and uh, making it meaningful for Jesus and not just for my own um, like happiness or enjoyment because video games can't bring me happiness, but Jesus can. So guys, thank you for listening to this podcast and listening to my terrible um, uh, like quote unquote uh, like backstory until now of what's happened in Destiny 2 expansion-wise and content-wise. I hope you guys do check out the new Destiny 2 expansion. It'll be fun. I can't wait to play it. And I hope you guys are um, going to play it as well. Um, I'm excited to see all the snow after it's all fallen. We literally are having a snowstorm right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, how uh, all of this is going to play out. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. I'm going to... Um, yeah, that well, that's the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoy um, your week. Uh, keep looking to Jesus, and uh, yeah, just have an awesome week. Uh, love you guys. See you later. Bye.